Right, welcome everyone to Fazlif's podcast, episode 25. Now, this is uh, a reaction to uh, all the results now of uh, the Mr. Olympia weekend. Uh, I'm mainly going to be focusing on Open and possibly cover a little bit of 212 and Classic as well, which I'm interested in also. Uh, so, kicking straight off, we do have a new Mr. Olympia in Brandon Curry. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of go through uh, the top five and possibly some other mentions as well and just kind of have a look at what I thought um, to the physiques uh, and the placings. So Brandon Curry, he was the guy I picked out to be number one uh, when I did the podcast a few days ago. And uh, yeah, I thought he bought it. I think he was very consistent. He was a, just the right combination of size uh, and shreds that he needed to be. And structurally, when he's standing up there, he just can't be beat. Um, you can say what you like about him in, in individual shots, but um, put him next to the rest of the competition. He's just broader. Uh, he's got a better taper. Uh, he's more muscular. His arms are incredible. Huge muscle bellies all over. And he just, he just looks like a, a complete Mr. O. Uh, me, personally, I'm very, I'm very pleased that he got it. I think he represents um, what Mr. Olympia should be. So... Uh, yeah, very, very, very happy with him. And not actually much to say about Brandon. He's a very, it was a very predictable win for him, I think. I think I would have been shocked if someone else leapfrogged over him um, with the type of physique which, um, you know, could could have won him. So very pleased with Brandon. I think, um, yeah, I think he's a deserved Mr. Olympia. Um, I do think this was a case of probably going over mass over shreds, um, which is an interesting choice, really. Uh, considering what we had last year with Roden, but uh, I think he did just enough. I think he was he was lean enough. Um, to, uh, but the, the Olympia is about is about overall size, so I think he did very very well. So that's uh, one competitive season. He's got the Arnold and he's got the O, so very good. Right next up was Bodak. This one really surprised me. <laughs> I didn't. I'll. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'll. I'll hold my hand up and say I didn't expect him to come out looking this good. I think he came out looking absolutely incredible. This is probably the best Bonac I've ever seen. Um, the complaint I've had with Bonac's physique and what I think we could say with regards to uh, the Arnold, where he competed again head to head with Brandon, was that he was a little bit too blocky. I think he actually improved considerably since then. Um, he came in looking tighter. His waist didn't. I don't think his waist let him down quite as much. Let me know if you disagree. But I don't think his waist let him down quite as much. I think he looked incredible. Um, shoulders to width ratio was good. Um, I won't say it was superb, but it was good. Conditioning was amazing. And just sheer muscularity on the guy. He's incredibly, incredibly, incredibly big for his size. Next up. This is where I think there was probably a little bit of controversy. Um, I placed Hattie in front of Bonac for the following reasons. Uh, they both had the same amount of uh, detail to their physiques. You potentially argue that Hattie had a little bit more, but I, I don't think that's the case. Uh, potentially with a darker tan, maybe, I don't know. but and That's all speculation. But Hattie's just bigger. So I don't understand why he was placed third behind Bonac. The muscle quality of Hadi is is better. Um, he's just as lean, and you can see in the pictures, the direct head-to-head -head pictures. He's far, far wider than Bonac, um, with a similar size waist. 
and not a relatively similar size waist, but a similar size waist to Bonac. So his V taper is considerably better. Um, his legs are, are considerably more cut up. Um, he's crazy from the back as well. I I, I think Heidi should have got second. Um, not sure. Not sure why he didn't. I can't honestly see anything in the comparison to suggest why he he should have got third over second. So a bit disappointed with that. I think that was the the wrong choice, uh, the wrong decision. Next is uh, Dexter. Yeah, I think Dexter looked a lot better in the night show. Um, I didn't really like his physique in the in the AM show. I thought uh, he, his chest looked really flat. Um, it just didn't look good. Credit to the guy for that age. That's, that's fantastic. But the age really has got nothing to do with the Olympia. It's all about how you look on the day. Um, but I thought he improved for the night show. And I think he, he bought a better level of fullness, which, which really helped him. Um, so good result for Cedric. Uh, sorry, good result for um, Dexter. Um, next up is Ruli. Ruli in the morning show, I think he absolutely bodged it. Um, I was extremely disappointed with what he bought. I th in my opinion, I think he, what he probably did was he came in a little bit too flat. So his muscles looked smaller, making him look um, more out of shape. For anybody who's, who's sort of done like a carb up or whatever, you, you know what I mean? The, the, the more fuller your muscles are often, especially when you're lean, you just look that much leaner. And the, you know the early stages of a diet when you start to get flat and then you just end up looking like way, way worse? Um, it was almost kind of that effect. I think he, he, it's, it, he depleted so much that he ended up looking flatter. Um, I don't really think he recovered from that, unfortunately. Um, he did really well on the night show. I think he looked a lot better in the night show. But um, I was pretty disappointed with Ruli. It's a shame because I, I really had him put down as um, second place. Um, but I don't think he did enough to, to make up for what which wasn't a very it just wasn't really um in the morning show he really is known for being a mass monster he's known for bringing that wow factor and uh we didn't see it he looked very ordinary up there um compared to you know not you know compared to Hattie and um and brandon big shame because uh i'm a big fan of really he's just he just seems like he, he loves the sport and he loves bodybuilding but you know still top five at Olympia, still a great result uh, I'm not going to go through all the rest of them, but I want to go through a couple of notable um, inclusions. Uh, Akeem Williams, I thought this guy looked incredible. Um, wow, I mean, much improved package. This is the kind of shape we want to see Akeem in. Obviously, he's always been in, in massive, but he's always come in kind of soft. Um, but if you look at him, uh, so you look at him from the back, he's got sort of some striations in his lower back, glutes are, glutes are in. And just incredible amount of muscle mass. He's the guy that you can tell trains pretty heavy. He's just got the thickness in that physique. Um, and from the front, you can see Sartorius uh, in his the detail in his legs. Great detail in his quads. Uh, just, yeah, huge guy. Very happy that he actually brought a bit better conditioning in. Uh, another guy that I wanted to point out was Patrick Moore. I think Patrick Moore is probably the biggest controversy of the night. Um, you know, bigger than Hadi. I think he was way overlooked. Um, so he came, he came tenth. So he's in the top ten, which is like great, obviously. But um, the guy looked incredible. He looked absolutely incredible. Uh, just amazing V taper. Huge shape. Great structure. Great structure. Uh, broad shoulders, narrow waist. Really nice, clean lines. Uh, brought up his legs. They look good. Uh, they don't look incredible, but you know they look good. Uh, that front double bicep of his is uh, front lat spread of his is incredible. Front double bicep also incredible. 
Um, and he's got the stomach vacuum as well. Uh, great control of his midsection. Yeah, awesome. Um, what a result for Patrick Moore. Yeah, a little bit overlooked, I think, but uh, there you go. And uh, if we have a look down, see who else we've got. Uh, I'm going to have a little little talk about Luke Sando. Um, personally, I think Luke looked good. But um, I think he, uh, it, it is unfortunate. I think he looked, um, he wasn't hard enough to do much damage. Um, obviously, he wasn't, he wasn't improved from uh, the show where he uh, took second to Dexter. I forget the name of that show, uh, but he wasn't improved from there, which is a big shame because, you know, he's got potential, he's young. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he's, he's doing with that. Um, part, it's hard to speculate, but when he was backstage, he seemed to have an awful lot of energy for, for a guy who's been dieting for God knows how long. So I don't know what that tells you. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. It's hard, to, it's hard to speculate. And personally, I, I like Lucas' personality. He's a fellow Brit, so I don't want to make any speculations. But he seemed to have an awful lot of energy for somebody who's been dieting for six months. Take from that what you will. Uh, another guy whose physique I really like is uh, Steve Kuklo, who came sixth. They're just outside the top five. Great result for him, though. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. Did not like his front double bicep. <laughs> I don't know why, but pretty much all details seem to go to shit um, in his front double bicep. He needs to work on that. But um, sheer muscularity and stage presence, I think, was was very, very good. He's like two, what is he, 295, six foot, something like that. Um, yeah, great, great physique. Let's have a look at Michael Lockett. Yeah, lo you know, Lockett looked great. I think he, had, he brought in a good package. Not enough to do much damage within the top 10 just looked a little bit, it may, it, some of these guys made him look a bit small but you can't fault the guy he deserves his place up there he's got incredible conditioning good balance down between upper body and lower body uh, yeah big fan of him so yeah overall I think we had a fairly predictable placings for uh, for men's bodybuilding a little bit upset about um, Hadi versus Bonac um, surprised with Ruli. Uh, I think you should have bought a better package. But apart from that, it lined up pretty much with what I thought would happen. A lot of people were saying that Ruli wasn't going to get in shape, and they were right. They were right. I'll put my hand up and say they were right. I was basing it off last year's Olympia, where he came in and he looked fantastic. So on paper, he should have been a favorite. So for me, that's a big disappointment. Um, but hey, it is what it is. In terms of sort of, you know, we've seen, we've seen Brandon win this, and, you know, he's... I think he's a well-deserved champion, but in terms of the next evolution of open bodybuilding, like what are we looking for next? Who's going to be the next game changer? Um, I really think it's going to go the same way as Strongman, actually. And I think over the next 10, maybe 20 years, I don't know, but what we're going to see is taller and taller guys. This is what I think is going to happen. I think with the improvements that... Um, oxygen gym have made in terms of the welfare of the athletes and how often they're feeding them, the training regime, living the lifestyle basically just like athletes. I think eventually what we're going to see is a guy who's maybe 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", even, and who weighs something like 400 pounds. And like I've said lots of times, he's going to cut the competition. He'll, he'll walk in, he'll have that right combination of muscle and shreds, and you just won't be able to say no to him because he's just that big. 
Um, and I think that's that's going to be the next evolution of bodybuilding, I think, in my eyes. I don't think it's going to be smaller and smaller guys. I think it's going to be taller and taller guys with improved focus on the nutrition aspect of things and really getting that down to a T, getting the lifestyle factor down to a T, working with some of these nutritionists who can force meals down these guys. Um, I mean, you look at what happened to Strongman, that's exactly what happened. After Pudzanowski's era, it was all taller and taller and taller, taller guys, just capable of doing more, having more presence. And I know it's a completely different sport. You're looking at performance rather than aesthetics, but that's where I think the next uh, evolution of bodybuilding will happen sometime over the next 10, 20 years. Um, I don't think we're going to see anyone. There's, there's no one on the horizon right now. Um, I think there's a French-Canadian guy who's pretty tall, but I don't know how he'll fare on stage. But um, yeah, who knows? Now, one more thing I'm going to talk about. Well, two more things I'm going to talk about is the 212. Um, Kamal Egagni. That's how you pronounce it. Kamal, everyone just calls him Kamal. Tremendous physique. I like 47 years of age. Fantastic physique. So he won the uh, 212 class. Um, I don't even think he was 212. I think he was less than that. But he looked absolutely incredible. Um, just shreds upon shreds. And he just seems like a genuinely super nice guy as well. Uh, also, I don't know where he lives. If anyone wants to let me know where he lives, that'd be great. Because he's got a really odd accent. He sort of he sounds quite foreign, but he seems to dip in and out of the South London accent. <laughs> so, I don't know whether he just watches a lot of um, films, you know, uh, English films like Snatch and... Um, stuff like that or whatever but he's got a really odd accent uh but yeah incredible personality and great physique so very very pleased with that and uh also one last mention for chris bumstead who won the men's classic physique yeah always been a big fan of this guy um i think he to me he represents what physique should be about he's got great clean lines um awesome taper great muscularity uh, he's, he's got the whole package and uh, he won all that despite having the dodgiest facial hair um, on the Olympia stage so overcoming that alone was uh, really a huge achievement so uh, well done Chris for your placing uh, despite the moustache <laughs> uh, and that's about it I, I don't have any interest in physique uh, uh, at all really or, or any of the women's side sorry I, I wouldn't know what to comment on when it comes to that so yeah, that's uh, the Olympia placings. Just to kind of sum that up, uh, men's open bodybuilding, new champion, Brandon Curry. Second place, William Bonac. Third, Hadi Chupan. Fourth, Dexter Jackson. Fifth, Ruli Winkler. Sixth, Steve Kluklo. Uh, and the rest, uh, our crowd favorite, Luke Sandow, coming in at 11. Uh, and notable exception, Patrick Moore, coming in at 10th. 212 and underclass, won by Kamal Ergogni. And men's classic physique, won by Chris Bumstead. Right, I'm going to call it there. I just wanted to do a quick reaction uh, podcast. Um, but yeah, for me, that was a super exciting Olympia. Very, very excited about it. I think some people were saying it was it was disappointing. I just don't get that at all. <laughs> How could you consider this to be disappointing? Every other Olympia you've come in and you've had to look at a shit Phil Heath. I'm sorry, I'm not a fan of this. You've got to look at an ever, well, I'm not going to say shit. Maybe that's, um, maybe that's a little bit uh, harsh, but an ever worsening. Phil Heath, you know, not getting any better. Coming to a fairly, you know, standard conclusion. Last year was good controversy. You know, he, he got beat. There were some good placings. Um, yeah, so I, I personally, I think this was all wide open and pretty much everybody bought it, which I think is really, really good. Um, yeah, and you know what? No mention of Kai Green at all um, from anyone. And rightfully so, I think. I... 
I don't have any time for that shit, really. Um, yeah, he's, he, he doesn't want to play ball. I don't think he should be given the time of day. He's, he's taken his ball and he's gone home. So stay there. Um, I don't, I don't see, I don't see why he's got such a big fan base when it comes to that kind of stuff. Because he had all the tools to win uh, and maybe even win this year, but he blew it. So in my mind, he's always going to be the guy who had the tools, who had the potential, but fucked it. And uh, it's not good to be that guy. So on that note, I'm going to call it there. All the best. Have a great Sunday, everyone. Uh, speak to you soon.